Amy, I am very curious about just some really basic things about you. Can I ask you some questions? Yes, I would love that. Okay, awesome. What's your favorite color? Pink. <laughs> Pink. Can you tell me a little bit about your high school crush? My your high first crush. crush. Maybe oh they God, weren't oh even in high crush. school. Junior high. <laughs> Junior high. Yes. He was in high school. He was the older bad boy that oh snap I, yeah that I had, <laughs> that I had a crush on and I this is so interesting. I was just talking about this with someone else the other day and I actually ran into him at a party about five years ago and I was like, thank God the universe redirected me from that one. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I've always kind of had that in the back of my mind too. Like, where are these people now? Because the the people that I was into way back when, they're not even on social media or anything like that. (laughs) I would not know how to find them at this point. So yeah, you dodged a bullet. That's awesome. Go you. Yes. I mean, I wish everyone the best, but I was like, (laughs) okay, (laughs) I understand the reasons why. Why that redirected didn't work in out. life. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. Nice. Nice. Okay. And my last question, my last silly season question for you is waffles or pancakes? Waffles. Why? My sister makes waffles from scratch and they're okay. amazing. And they're amazing. Does so she, I, I got to go with waffles. <laughs> does she put any special spices in them? She does. And I think it's her secret. So I'm afraid to share it. <laughs> but uh, I do know, I will uh, I will say, I know she does some a pinch of nutmeg in there. So Amy, I know that you're from, you're, you live in California. And when my husband are, in, when my husband and I are in California, like LA, you know, one of the places that mm-hmm. we have to go is Roscoe's. And I think on one of our trips, we might've, we might've hit up every single Roscoe's in LA. Like, okay, we're having Roscoe's for breakfast, Roscoe's chicken and waffles, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about. Um, And, and we, we would love, just love, love, love their, their waffles because they have the best waffles. And this is my first time having like spiced waffles and it took me a while to figure it out. But after maybe the 10th visit in two days, I think they put pumpkin pie spice <laughs> in their waffles. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Well, that has nutmeg in it. So yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I, I got to tell you, everyone, what we're talking about right now, I doubt that it has anything to do with what we're about to discuss on this podcast today, but I want you to stick around because we're going to have a wonderful conversation. Today on the line with me is Amy Lynn Durham. She is the CEO of Create Magic at Work. She's a corporate mystic who's working to bring spiritual intelligence as well as emotional intelligence to help energize the workplace. So we're going to learn all about that today. I'm super excited to just kind of dive into it. It's time for a sneak peek. Sneak peek, sneak peek. Well, I guess you could call them magic tricks. I think we live in a magical world and we can create our own reality through intention setting and different 
ways to build your spiritual intelligence for sure. That's all part of quantum leadership is understanding that we can create our reality and we're not at the mercy of just going through robotic systems. And now on with the show. When you're feeling the pressure, take a moment to step back, pick up your marbles and choose to lead with levity. Join us on the Lead with Levity podcast for fireside chats that will fill your bucket and help you get back to being the leader you were meant to be. Now here's your host, Dr. Heather Walker. Amy, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I am doing well today. Today has been a good day so far, so thank you. <laughs> it's been a good day. I had a high school science teacher Maybe this show will be about like callbacks to, you know, old times. <laughs> I had a, a high school science teacher who really just freed me in so many ways. First day of school, she talked about, you know, I want, she was, she was a real tough science teacher. She could have been a coach. She was like, I want you to show up a hundred percent. Every time you come in here, I want you at a hundred percent. But I understand that today you might not be at a hundred percent. You might be having a 30% day. Like, you know, you didn't sleep well the night before you had an argument with your parents or something like that. You're coming in, you don't have the energy, but I want a hundred percent of your 30%. And, and that alone kind of freed me up to realize, okay, I don't have to always be at a hundred percent. I didn't realize, oh yeah, I am having a 30% day. And I'm giving you all that I've got. And that's okay too. So I'm so glad that you're having a great day. Hopefully it's a hundred percent day. Maybe you're like 80%, but <laughs> I'm glad that you're doing well today. Thank you. Yeah, it's a good one because we all go through roller coaster moments in our life as our lives as humans where we experience all of the emotions. And that's right. I definitely like to celebrate when it's a good day. Yes, yes, me too, me too. One thing that I'm really interested in sort of learning a little bit more about and unpacking is, and today I'd like to unpack a few things. So one, I'd like to unpack what does it mean to be a spiritual mystic, spiritual intelligence, and how does that connect to the workplace? One, how do you <laughs> help, how do you help businesses? Two, and you know, how does this all connect to levity? You know, I, I definitely believe in, in well-being and, and caring for the whole person and, you know, seeing people holistically. So I totally understand the need to also not just think about our emotions, but also thinking about our spirit and our energy and all of that stuff. But I'm, I'm curious, you know, I'm, I'm here. I'm a sponge just like everyone else today. I'm here to soak it all up. Well, I think we should start with like sort of what you said, explaining what SQ is, because I don't think a lot of people are familiar with it in the workplace. No, I could be wrong, but all. I keep, that's the feedback I get. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so spiritual intelligence, SQ, there's a, there's quite a few definitions out there actually for it. Cindy Wigglesworth, she designed the SQ21, which are 21 skills that you can learn to skill build on in the workplace. And she defines 
spiritual intelligence as the ability to maintain inner and outer peace regardless of the situation. Ooh, I that's like really, that. that. That's a really great definition. And it's a tall order for us to rise to. We're not going to achieve that every day of our lives, but if we keep it as sort of the point of reference, if you will, I, I typically laugh when I share that definition, you know, the ability to maintain inner and outer peace, regardless of the situation. That's t- tough because <laughs> you think about what you go through in your day-to-day life and things that might trigger you in the workplace in particular. But if that's sort of what you're aiming for, you can recognize when you're triggered and then repair and recover. And then pretty soon it's like, going to the gym where you were lifting maybe three pound weights and now you're able to lift 10, 15, 20 Mm -hmm. because you continued to skill build in those areas. There's another great physicist and philosopher. Her name is Dana Zohar. And she has been talking about spiritual intelligence for a while. And she has a ton of books out on it, but she references, you know, it's the ability to set your day-to-day concerns aside and operate from a bigger picture view as a leader. Hmm. It's probably one of the most important skill sets that you would need to learn as a leader in the workplace. And typically when one starts developing their SQ, they've already explored EQ, emotional intelligence, which is, you know, discussed quite a bit in corporate workspaces. Once Mm -hmm. you have some self-awareness of your emotions, you have an emotional management strategy, you can build connections with people. SQ is sort of the next step from there. You get to SQ by way of- Okay. I I am (laughs) trying to hold back and I'm trying to decide whether or not I should say what's on my mind because I've I've got the most inappropriate thought right now and don't worry, it's not offensive towards what you're saying, but. but oh, you got to share it. You got to share it. <laughs> I got it. I got to share it. Now I can't just say all that and then not yeah. share it. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I might just be having like a goofy, a goofy day, but as you're describing all of this, just the ability to maintain inner and outer peace, regardless of the situation, I'm just sitting here thinking, yeah, you know, like if you're raised you know, Southern Baptist, Pentecostal, it's like, I'm looking for the peace that passes all understanding. If you're raised outside of the church, it might be, I'm looking for the subtle art of not giving an F. <laughs> so, <laughs> and everything in between, right? So it, it's interesting to me, I was thinking about all of that, um, which is really important when we're talking about the ability to be resilient and to, to maintain hope no matter what's happening around you, to be mm. able to, to just to make it through, but not like I'm making it through and I'm struggling and I'm white knuckling it and I'm, I'm crawling, you know, and I'm going to get there no matter what, even if it kills me, like Will Smith style, I'm on, I'm on the treadmill and I'm going to run until one of us passes out. No, it's not like that. It's, I have this, this thing that is emanating from me. I'm, I'm at peace. I'm okay. And it doesn't matter what's, what else is happening. I'm still going to be okay. 
I still have worth. I still mm. have value. I still have the ability to get through this. Right. Yes. I'm making it up. Two I don't thoughts know anything on about that. spiritual Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really glad you said what you said, because I forgot to mention that with SQ it's faith neutral and it's designed for the workplace. Right. So we use words and terms that can translate through all faiths and all beliefs. You can be agnostic or atheist, as long as you believe you have a place within you that comes from wisdom and compassion and love that you can access, you can work on your SQ. And what happens when leaders do this is they develop uh, workplace cultures that are have less stress, have less drama, they have employees that work from a place of higher motivation and you have employees that are not disengaged at work. So, you know, if you think about your rate of absenteeism at work or mm -hmm. employees that might be disengaged while they're actually at work as a leader, if you develop SQ, that will have a ripple effect throughout your organization because the way you're behaving, the energy will trickle out. And it's exciting to see what happens when that occurs. So that was the, that was the first part. And now second part, you were talking about something so good that I wanted to talk about maintaining inner and outer peace, regardless of the situation. And what I was thinking is, yes, we, I talk about your higher self. Can you separate your higher self from your ego? Your ego is kind mm -hmm. of the space within you that gets triggered or rises up to try to protect you and right. in the workplace. And how do we do that? How do we not white knuckle it? How do we sustain faith during difficult times under great stress? For me, one of the 21 skills is being a calming and healing presence. That's skill 20. I chose to work on that for the year of 2021 as my personal skill that I wanted to work on. And <laughs> I didn't account for the fact that when I picked a skill to work on, oh, I'm going to work on being a calm and healing presence because <laughs> I can be feisty and I can be a go-getter, you know, yeah. and I didn't account for the fact that the universe was going to rise up to my choice and give me opportunities to practice that. Yeah. Well, how skill else are you I going to, work to how else yeah, exactly. are you going to master the skill if you don't have the opportunity? That's why a long time ago I stopped asking for certain things. <laughs> Cuz I was like I'm not quite ready yet. There you go. <laughs> to there go through go. what I need to yeah. go through to get to the other side. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. Thanks for the lessons, but I'll take a break for now. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, that's where I, I really felt the recognize repair and recover piece came mm -hmm. in because I was beating myself up a lot for what I thought was failing in that area. And then it hit me. This is just my personal story. I, it hit me one night I was beating myself in, up in bed. I lost it again. And I wasn't a calm and healing presence, you know, how can I be better thinking I have to be some Zen out yogi Buddha or some, you know, master or something. Yeah. And really what came to me was as long as other people in my presence can operate from their higher self, then I have succeeded in that skill. And that's what I consider a win for me and being a common healing presence. If I'm operating from my higher self, from a place of wisdom, love, and compassion, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and by my presence, other people start to operate in that same way, then I've, I've, I don't want to say I've won, but then I've lifted that weight to its maximum potential. Do you think that if you're operating from your higher self, that it invites others to, or that it actually sort of induces others to? Hmm. I think it induces because I think it creates an energy ripple effect around you to where they rise to the occasion. And I've noticed it too, as I've grown in my spirituality and in working on these skills, try, you know, making wise and compassionate decisions, staying curious, not rushing to judgment. It's been a big one for me being open outcome, not attached to it. When you operate from that space, you create that space around you and other people will start operating from that space as well. And it's interesting to see how the drama kind of falls away from you. People won't approach you with it anymore. (laughs) Right. It's kind of cool. (laughs) What's interesting to me as I'm listening, I'm listening to the story and the definition and the, the skills and all of that. I'm thinking about how it connects to levity and there are three sort of faces of levity, three aspects of it. And one of them is buoyance. And, and that's, you know, levity is based on the Latin word levitas. So we're floating. And, you know, I I chose buoyance because of Archimedes principle that the, when the pressure to rise is greater than the pressure that, that would force you to sink, that's when we're experiencing Mm. levity. And so I can, I can totally see Mm. how these skills that you're talking about connect to this concept of levity and and lightness and floating and being able to rise above your circumstances or the situation or the conversation that you're faced with. Yeah. You know, I created, I founded Create Magic at Work, my company, because I wanted to bring heart and human connection to the workplace. And there's two different avenues to take through Create Magic at Work. One is the deep inner work that SQ21 is and spiritual intelligence. And then the other piece that I think ties into the buoyancy is the Create Magic at Work team build activities. So that's what my my book is about. It's it's a small little magical book (laughs) that has fun (laughs) activities inside it that you can do in the workplace with your coworkers, your colleagues, your employees. And it brings connection, it skill builds on emotional intelligence and spiritual intelligence, but it makes it fun. We have to have fun at work because if we're doing this deep inner work like SQ, you got to bring the fun to it also. And you have to not take it so seriously and you have to laugh at yourself if you do make a mistake Right at times. So yeah, <laughs> I'd love to share an activity that from Create Magic at Work, I if we want to, I would things people can do. I would love an activity because (laughs) you have already just debunked two myths this morning, two myths. The first one that this is linked to some kind of faith. The Mm -hmm. second one that, that there are magic tricks involved. I was, I was curious, are are there any magic tricks involved? (laughs) 
Well, I guess you could call them magic tricks. I think we live in a magical world and we can create our own reality through intention setting and different ways to build your spiritual intelligence for sure. That's all part of quantum leadership is understanding that we can create our reality and we're not at the mercy of just going through robotic systems. Mm. I mean, I could get really deep on that, but I want to share yeah. a fun activity too. I, I can okay. sense it. Actually, <laughs> so I have a section of my book called Journaling with a Twist. And basically what it is, is as a leader or coworkers, friends, what, whatever you want to do, you can get some journal prompt cards. And if you want to kick off a meeting, or I, I actually recommend ending a meeting this way, you have each person pull a card and there's an affirmation on the card. And then there's two questions for them to think about. And you have them rapid write for five minutes. Don't, they're not really, you tell them not to overthink it. So they don't access their analytical brain too much. And just it's go time, rapid write the answers to these five questions. And then when everyone's done, they share the answers to those questions with each other. You can do this on Zoom. You can do it in an in-person meeting, you can do it with a friend, but they're meaningful questions that allow you to connect with the humanity of the other individual in a fun way. And so when you leave that session, you see your coworkers, you just see them in a more human way. So if someone's going through something and they share that, you're more apt to reach out to them and help them with a project even if it was someone that gets on your nerves right. <laughs> at work, right? I authored a deck of 33 journal prompt cards for the workplace. And I do a weekly workplace message with them where I pull a card every week on LinkedIn and share. But for right now, since I brought up the activity, I don't know how much time we have, but I'd love to just pull a message for your audience and see what comes up. Like I'm going to shuffle okay. the deck here <laughs> and I'll pull a card. I'm not looking... Let's see, what is meant for Heather's listeners? Ooh, so I'll share a picture of this with you, Heather, but we got partnership. Ooh, okay. The affirmation is the, the people, <laughs> yeah, the people in my network are supportive and genuine. And Ooh, two questions yes. to think about for workplace and career for your life are, what are three things I can do to make my work relationships harmonious? And what are some ways I can create a give and take balance with my work? Oh, yes. Okay. I that accept fun. that. I'm hugging myself right yeah. now. <laughs> yes, that's good. I love it. I love it. So <laughs> when this comes out, I'm going to have to to post those that question on LinkedIn. Ooh. Uh, yes. And yes. no matter when you're listening to this episode, that message is meant for you. Partnership. The people in my network are supportive and genuine. It's very true. Very, very true. And I, I, I think people want to help. They, they want to, they want to know how they can help. And sometimes mm. we don't always know what to ask for or how to get people plugged in so that they can help us. So they can partner with us. That's one thing that I've been seeing with myself and and even with some of my close colleagues as well but if you're able to find mm -hmm. a way to always have something in mind not in an exploitative kind of a way to constantly think about how can I build with others 
I think you're going to be able to get a lot more done than if you were, you know, again, white knuckling it, trying to do it all by yourself. So good. So good. I, and you're tapping into the courage and the vulnerability piece of doing things like this with others. People are dying to connect with each other, but they don't know how. And they're also afraid of being shamed maybe, or other people not wanting to participate. Mm. And I wrote Create Magic at Work because I wanted to you know, I didn't want to put these deep SQ <laughs> things in there. I wanted it to be just some fun, magical activities you can do in the workplace to connect with others. I really wrote it with partially with that white middle-aged leader in mind, man, that is in most leadership positions today that has a good heart, mm -hmm. but doesn't really know where to start because of the way they've been raised and not in being told that showing emotion or being vulnerable is a weakness mm. and the transformation that happens just in these little activities, you know, like, Hey, yeah. I'm pretty sure your answer to this, or it's amazing. It's amazing. What can occur? Very cool. Very cool. So if anyone is sort of interested in exploring more of those resources, where should they go? If you want to be a magic maker, <laughs> you can go to createmagicatwork.net and there are a ton of tips and tools on the website for you to access. Also, if you follow me on LinkedIn under Amy Linder, you'll at least get the weekly workplace message that I send out for free every week for some inspiration. And then if you're interested in how you would rank on the 21 skills of SQ, you can reach out to me uh, from my website and schedule a 15 minute chat. And we can get you going on that too. And we'll be sure to include all of the links, <laughs> all of the links for you yeah. to, to access. <laughs> and Amy, I know I, 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 I'm actually amazed that our time is up today. I'd like to just I ask know. you, is there, <laughs> right? Is there, do you have any last words? Is there anything <laughs> that you would like to share with the listeners today? I think the biggest message that, has been that came out from our chat today is put your fear aside and step forward and try to connect with others with maybe some of these activities and see what happens and see how your workplace transforms take a step back and try to access that place from within you that comes from wisdom compassion and love and stay curious at work don't rush to judgment stay curious and ask meaningful questions. I love it. Thank you so much, Amy. I know I personally am about to go look up all 21 skills because I'm curious now <laughs> and I want to know what they are. Yay. Um, yes. Yes. So, so you've, you've definitely, you have at least one person who's going to look into that. And I encourage the rest of you to do the same as well. See what you can get into and how you can up your skill set and uh, just add one more tool to your toolkit, your leadership toolkit. So I hope you all have a wonderful day and we'll catch you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for tuning in to the Lead with Levity podcast. To get resources mentioned in this episode and find out what we're all about, check us out at leadwithlevity.com.